Hello everybody and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from by searching Tip of the Iceberg. We are officially past the midway point of the 2023-24 season. The Penguins have a nice little four-day break that we're in the midst of, so a perfect time to look back on the opening 43 before we get ready for the final, sorry, the opening 42 games of which they have played before we look back at the final 40 that were still to come. Many have been looking at players, specifically Kyle Dubas brought in during his first offseason with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the bulk of that conversation has circulated and revolved around the likes of Eric Carlson, of Ryan Graves, or even Alex Nedeljkovic. But there is one player who has come in who has played his role to an absolute T from the very beginning, and that's Nola Chari. Achari signed to the Pittsburgh Penguins on the opening day of free agency to a three-year contract worth $2 million per season. And in my eyes, to this point of the season, like I said, we are 42 games into this, he has been the most underrated addition Kyle Dubas made in his first offseason with the Pittsburgh Penguins. His biggest contributions have come on the penalty kill. And when you look at that unit, obviously a lot of credit goes to Mike Vellucci and what he's been able to do with the penalty kill for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It has been one of, if not the most consistent parts of the Penguins game to this point in the season. That unit as a whole has been strong. 82.7% success rate, which is 8th in the NHL this year. But you look specifically at when Nolachari went down and then since he's been back and what he has done for that penalty kill unit. He got injured at the end of November, missed the first couple of weeks of December, and when he was gone, the penalty kill suffered. There he dropped from 12-1 to 12-17, which were when he was absent, to 70.4% on the man disadvantage. That was 27th in the National Hockey League during that stretch. Since his return on the 18th up throughout today, which is January 17th, so about a month of him playing since, 82.7% which is sixth in the National Hockey League. Now, obviously, he's not the only player out there. Obviously, he's not the only solid penalty killer out there. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the top 10 in the National Hockey League. Brian Rust has done a fantastic job this season. Drew O'Connor has done very well this season on the penalty kill. On the defensive side, Marcus Pedersen has always been a fantastic penalty killer. Ryan Graves, for all of his faults, has been pretty good on the man disadvantage. And of course, who can forget Chris Letang in his first year playing hefty minutes on the penalty kill, having a pretty solid season nonetheless. But Nolachari is where it begins and where it ends for that unit, in my eyes. When he's out there, he puts his body on the line, he's physical, he plays smart, he's great in the face-off dot, all aspects of the game in which he excels, not just on the penalty kill, but entirely, but it is certainly accentuated on the man disadvantage. And when you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, the most important te- thing for the this team in the second half of the season is going to be special teams. The penalty kill has figured it out and has had it all season long, with the exception to that one point in time when Nolachari was out, Matt Nieto was also out, and I believe Brian Rust also missed some time in that early December window as well. But apart from that, the penalty kill has been great. You just need the power play to get going. Now, Achari 
He's not going to be able to help out on the power play, but at the very least, you know he's going to have the second part of that special team's formula locked down. Apart from the penalty kill, I mentioned he's been stellar in the faceoff dot. That is in all aspects of the game. 54.3% win rate on faceoffs this season. He ranks second among the Pittsburgh Penguins in defensive zone draws with 232 this year. He's typically thrown in, and as we've seen, for very impactful and very important penalty or face-off opportunities in the defensive zone, whether that be late in a game when the Penguins are holding the lead or whether that be in a tie game when there is a pivotal defensive zone draw, it's typically the fourth line that goes out there. And part of that reason is Nolachari's success when it comes to the face-off dot. Not only his, but also one of the things Jeff Carter still excels at which is the face-off dot. So the fourth line is relied upon heavily in those weighty moments of the game, as Mike Sullivan likes to say. Not only because, yes, they're good in the face-off, but also he blocks shots, he hits, he plays a smart game. I'm saying all these things over and over and over again because he has been very, very good at these things all season long. You look at the underlying numbers for Nolachari, and they are certainly that of a defense-first center. 40.5% of the shot attempts at 5-on-5, 41.2% of the expected goals, and 39.6% of the scoring chances. So no, he doesn't create a whole lot of offense. There have been a couple of occasions, and Monday especially, when you see the entire team playing at a very high level, what does that fourth line do? They cycle the puck in the offensive zone, they hold possession, but they don't really get shots to the net, they don't really get that many scoring opportunities now. Nolachari, uh, excuse me, has three goals on the season, which isn't awful, but you're not expecting offense from him. You're expecting defense, which is exactly why you see him deployed in the defensive zone more often than in the offensive zone. 86.6% of his faceoffs have come in either the neutral zone or the defensive zone. So only 13% of his shifts start in the offensive zone. 64% of them start in the defensive zone. You look at what Nolachari has done, and I understand. It is honest work because not everybody is going to praise him. And honestly, he's played his role, and that's simply what he's done. But in a season where a lot of players have been brought in and not played their role, you can say what you want about Eric Carlson. The power play is still a big issue, and he is a major hand in that. The three-on-three is a big issue, and he has a major hand at that. You look at what Ryan Graves has done since coming in. He hasn't played to his role. In fact, his role has diminished as the year has gone on. So while, yes, we shouldn't be exhilarated that somebody came in and played the role that they were paid to play and they were expected to play, but you do have to give credit where credit is due. Nolachari has been an absolute warrior, and I think he's been a great addition for this Pittsburgh Penguins team. He brings a little bit more grit. He brings a little bit more physicality. He's leading the Pittsburgh Penguins in hits. Chris Letang is right behind him, and then nobody else is close. Nolachari has 66 hits leading the Pittsburgh Penguins this year. Chris Letang has 62, and Marcus Pedersen is in third with 45. Not only is he leading the team in hit, but he, he's 100% leading the team in block shots. Among forwards, he has 52, which is far and away the top mark on the Pittsburgh Penguins. The next closest forward is Lars Eller with 29. So while we look back at the opening 42 games of the season, we look at where the Pittsburgh Penguins sit right now outside looking into a playoff spot. 
How do they get back into that playoff spot? A lot of the questions have been surrounding the power play. A lot of the questions have been surrounding the team defense. I think Nolachari is somebody that you look at and you say, going into the second half, if he can replicate what he did in the first half, then you don't have to worry about that fourth line center option. I commend Kyle Dubas on what he's been able to do at the center ice position. While there are holes on the wings, there are holes on the defense, there are things that need figured out, and Kyle Dubas will have to address those in the coming weeks and maybe months, his center ice position has been strong this year. Crosby and Malkin need no introduction. Lars Eller, I think, is somebody else that has impressed me and that has played his role very well. But Nolachari, it has taken him no time at all to come in, ingratiate himself in that locker room, ingratiate himself to the fan base, and be the heartbeat of the fourth line, which is what he's been. Not only the fourth line, but a penalty kill that has top marks in the National Hockey League over the last month six in the National Hockey League. Like I mentioned, over this entire season, they sit at eighth. Don't Take that for granted when looking at the Pittsburgh Penguins picture through the first half. Because yes, a lot of that is goaltending. Tristan Jari has been phenomenal. So too has been Alex Nedeljkovic. But if you look at the penalty kill and the work that certain players have done on it, like a Nola Chari, like a Lars Eller, like a Drew O'Connor, like even a Jansen Harkins has done well on the man disadvantage. But it all starts with Nola Chari on the forward side. I think he has certainly led by example. The question becomes, can he stay on the ice? He missed some time earlier this season. He missed a game being banged up over the last weekend. He takes a lot of pain. He takes a lot of physicality, blocking shots, hitting people. He is one of the few players on the Pittsburgh Penguins that have that sandpaper finish. So I've been very impressed by him. I think he plays his role to a T. And while we're not going to talk about him week in and week out as one of the unsung heroes of the Pittsburgh Penguins, When you look at the first half of the season, I think you have to give him at least that much credit as we head into the second half of the season. He's been great for the Penguins. He's played his role, and the Pittsburgh Penguins need him to play his role because there are not many other players in this organization that can do what he does. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.